episode 47 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Sam and I cannot believe it is 47. I what? know. That's really caught me off guard. <laughs> Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. Hello. And if you are new, where have you been? We're on episode 47 for goodness sake. <laughs> Come on, we're nearly at 50. Nearly. Oh my gosh, that's exciting isn't it? Oh, we'll nice. have to do something special. So February. Oh, Valentine's. <laughs> we both did a shimmy for the benefit of the listener. Yeah. Um, you probably can hear some fireworks in from my end. I'm not going to apologise because it's very apt. So very apt. Very very apt. Since we're well, recording November. the night before bonfire night. Yeah, and it's November, yeah. isn't it? November. So, there you go. Lovely. So, how was your month? It's been okay. Spooky season is now over. I mean, my Halloween weekend was a little bit messy. I'm a bit embarrassed of myself, but we live, we learn. Did you drink a bit too much? Yeah, but not intentionally. Mm-hmm. We went, so Dad, Claire, they came round just like last year and we make like a witch's brew. So basically, we just make like a cocktail type thing. But so just year, all your ends, like the ends of bottles. No, we oh, did okay. buy vodka and the mixer specifically for it. But yeah, this year we did vodka, a whole litre of vodka, <laughs> um, cranberry juice, orange juice, Shocking. a bit of Pessoa went in there. And then we did some blue food um, colouring to make it look gross. And to begin with, drinking it, it was like, oh, okay. But after a while, no, fine. After the second one, I was gone. <laughs> I And I never get like this. I kept bringing stuff up the next day. And even yesterday, I was speaking to dad and he was like, we've had this conversation last Saturday. And I'm like, I don't remember. And I've never, ever get like that. So it's a blackout brew. So It's the Pessoa that does that, I swear to goodness. It's not very high in percentage or anything i don't think but it genuinely gets you quite drunk yeah so i had to tactical tactical uh being sick and i missed out on watching the halloween movie that we wanted to watch they all watched it i didn't because i was in the toilet falling asleep (laughs) (laughs) oh no so what were you watching what were they watching so this year was a movie we'd only actually come across a couple months ago called Terrifier, and it is terrifying. It doesn't take much to scare me anymore because, you know, a lot of years of watching horror movies, but the clown in that movie, oh, oh my jeez. Yeah, no, he's horrible. He's called Art the Clown. If you know, you know. I do if you want to look him up, but he's creepy as hell, so nice. be warned. Be so, warned. Yeah. Should have done that. TW before that. Yeah, trigger warning. Clowns. Luckily you won't see him. Um, But apart from that, I mean, a little bit disappointed with the weekend. I don't know if we want to bring this up now. Well, it's not a notable mention, is it? Not really, because it's a bit sad. So basically, we were going to see him, as dear listener, you would know. And we got an email the other day 
Oh, no, actually, I saw on Instagram. Yeah, you sent it to me on Instagram. Basically saying that for what he actually wants to do now for the tour, he needs to basically upgrade the venues to, like, stadium. It'd be like a stadium tour. And then I got an email, and so did Ian, basically saying that, oh, your tickets are going to be refunded. Yeah. And then the Instagram post, I think, said that we were going to get priority. priority. Yeah. But we haven't heard anything, so I'm a bit sad. I'm a bit disappointed. It makes me very sad. I feel like he wouldn't have um, cancelled it without having all the stadiums in place. In that case, why are we not just transferred over? I don't... Because I know it's, it's going to cost more. It's going to cost more. I know yeah. that. But it's upsetting. Yeah. Because we actually got our refund today. I got mine the other day, which was quite nice that it came in. It's not there because like, it's just gone into a pocket to, to buy new tickets. <laughs> Well, it depends on how expensive it is, though, to be fair. I really want to go. Me too. (laughs) Me too. But, yeah, I'm just a bit sad about that. That was not great news. No, not at all. Downer. Sorry. How has your month been? My month's been pretty bloody lovely, to be honest. Mm. Um, So we had a a wedding, a family wedding. So on Ian's side, Ian's sister got married. That was lovely. Yeah. A wonderful time. Uh, Noah did a lot of dancing before crashing out in his pram. Yeah, obviously. Um, So then I got to do some dancing and visit the photo booth, which was very exciting. Nice. Uh, And then the day after, I took Noah and Evie to Devon to see my dad and my stepmom. That was jolly lovely as well. I ate a lot of chocolate, food in general, to be fair. I got got fed, basically, whilst I was there. And I went to bed (laughs) at like nine o'clock at night. It was wonderful. So it's like being a kid again, really. Yeah, well, I was sharing a bed with Noah. Oh, okay. Which I was a bit worried about. I thought I was going to end up with like elbows and legs and everything. But actually... He was a very nice bed sharer. He kind go. of stuck to his side and only rolled over when he woke up. Nice, there you so he go. kind of rolled over, he woke me up by stroking my hair one morning oh. and that was quite cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was lovely. Uh, what else have I done? Oh, I can't remember. I've just remembered something else. Oh, very on. important. My best friend has had her baby. Yay! Insert like confetti popping off sound here. <laughs> so obviously that was the biggest highlight. That October, is a massive really. highlight. I cannot believe that she's had a baby. Yeah, it's pretty mental. So something that was really exciting that I forgot about and you had to bring up last month was we went to an NFL game. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, it was the Falcons did. versus the Jets. And it was just bloody amazing, wasn't it? It was really, really good. And I don't really know a great deal about American football. I know some names of teams. I wasn't really sure I was going to understand it. But I was happy to go. And our seats were bloody amazing. They like, were, I was yeah. We were in the same bit, weren't we? In the same section. Yeah. But Ian, were. Ian and I were right at the front. You were closer than we, we were. We were so close. So close. Like I could smell the cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. I wasn't that impressed by the uh, halftime show. Oh, my God. Did you yeah. forget? Did you forget? Did you try and block it I think it, out? it went through. It, it's because also, right, I just want to set it up because the week after. So, basically, normally oh, the week after, do what not they even. do 
is they tend to do like two to three NFL games over in London every year. And they always have like a halftime show. So the week after us, I just want to <laughs> set it up high, set it up. So the week after us, the halftime show was rudimental. So oh. there you go. Sets it right I was, up. I would have absolutely loved that. But our week, the week before, Manchester's finest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. H. And I'm not being funny, but think about all the amazing musicians from Manchester. Like, even if you don't agree with some of them, their talent is yeah. better than H. I'm not being funny. He came out cocky. Like, he, he owned the place. And he was shit. I just, it was... It wasn't the right place. Not... It wasn't the right time. I just don't. He's not for me. I don't like no, him. I was going to say he's not. His music's really not for me anyway. But it just was very forgettable. I don't think I. I don't even know the names of any of his songs. I don't know. Ian liked one of his songs, but he was let down. I went and got drinks whilst he was on. He was all the way down the other side of the pitch, so it was just like right. Oh, look at look at that! <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Isn't look at it? the sky. Yeah, but no. Apart from that, it was amazing. Yeah, but it was amazing. It was really good fun, and yeah, I really enjoyed myself, and I learned that's a just... bit about the game. Yeah, I understood some of it. So yeah. you know, that's that's good. I haven't actually watched any since, so to be fair, that's all right. So, rundown. So, this month, as normal, we will go through the albums and singles that we've listened to in the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our record of the month, our notable slash honourable mentions. I'm still not sure what they're called. (laughs) Um, And then the theme for this month is colour. Woo! So, songs with colours in the title or um, by bands that are colors i've just done is there titles okay shall we do that again then no there are bands with the yeah but i'm not sure i've got any of those i didn't think that way but now there is one band oh, that like... i have done mm. but they've got a song with a color in it which there is quite color funny. and you've got a song with a color in but it. i didn't realize until you just said well well then i'm factually correct yeah <laughs> so, do you want to go first single with albums, sorry? Yeah, why not? Cool. Right, so my first album is from the band that was my record of the month, last month. So it's Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Um, it's called Sticky, and it's 10 songs, 28 minutes, 32 seconds. No time at all, really. No time, no time. So... This is their fourth album. I've never really listened to them before. I think it's just because Ash is into them. The singles have been so catchy and punchy. So I was like, right, I'm intrigued. I'm liking what I what I'm hearing. So I'll I'll invest my time and listen to the album. So it's interesting because Frank Carter, who is like the lead vocalist, said it's not a lockdown record but a freedom record. So I was like, okay, interesting. And as soon as I started the album, you can feel this straight away with the opening track, 
it just gets straight to the point and I think sets the tone for the whole album. Amazing opening track. Um, it definitely grabs your attention. I was surprised because there's some slower rock songs throughout that sort of touch a more dark, delicate themes. But the majority of the album has just like a punchy, angsty punk vibe to it. So pretty much up my street. I think the strong guitar riffs and Frank Carter's delivery definitely are like the highlights throughout the album. I think they kind of steal the limelight a little bit. Only slight downside I would say is some of the songs sometimes sounded slightly similar. Okay. It was a small percentage though. It's not like every single song sounds the same, but there was, yeah, a couple of times where it moved on to a different track and I was like, hang on, this kind of just sounds the same, which was a little bit sad. But apart from that, I think it's a pretty solid rock album. I think if you're a fan of Royal Blood, Idols, Slaves, then this is your type of album right up your street um and also this album has made me really excited to excited to see them live i think they're going to be epic i think just how like punchy this album is i think it's one that they've kind of as he said it's a freedom record so it sort of feels like right you're seeing them live they're going to go full out not hold anything back so i think it's going to be pretty epic so i'm excited that's exciting yes so favorite tracks Bang Bang, which is featuring Lynx. Go Get a Tattoo, which was my record of the month, but I'm going to put it back in. Featuring Lynx. So Lynx has actually got two features on the album. And then Off With His Head, which is featuring Cassiette. So a nice female feature in there, which is pretty cool too. Wonderful. Do you know who's supporting them when you go and see them? Lynx and Cassiette. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. Because we, yeah, they announced that. Well, to be fair, I I assume that it is us as well, because I think they said that they're supporting them on the tour, but they only listed dates for this year, and we're seeing them January or February. So I'm assuming that it's them. So I'm excited. Fingers crossed. Yeah. So my first album is Honesty by Jake Isaac. It's 14 songs, 39 minutes exactly. Oh, nice. We like that. I like it when it's exact. I do Mm -hmm. like that. I think that's clever. I think they've cut something out to get it (laughs) dead on. 39 and one second. No. Mm. No, I think I have had to. that before. I swear yeah, I've said one I just, second. I just feel like Jake Isaac's been like, no, sorry, we need to get rid of that second. No. Or it was 37 minutes, 38 minutes and 59 seconds. He's like, right, what can we, how can we yeah. add, <laughs> add a, a second here? Um, so Jake Isaac began playing the drums at the age of three. He was a grade eight by 16 when he started to teach what at 16 and by 19 he was a session musician part-time working with duffy gabrielle and blue how like i know 19 years old but as a singer he's worked with sting india irie ella air paloma faith and elton john bloody hell yeah amazing so he's really really soulful and kind of reminds me of john legend to to listen to and i've just kind of fallen in love with him if i'm honest 
Nice. Must really, really love listening to him. So, my favourite songs from the album are Good, which is um, Jake Isaac and Tertia May. Uh, Remember, which is Jake Isaac, Sam Henshaw and Mumu Fresh. Gold, Jake Isaac and India Irie. And Talk About It, Jake Isaac and Yuna. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely worth a listen. And his voice... Chef Kiss. So was he just someone that you like came across? Yeah, just came across him quite randomly. I think I, there's a song that I've liked historically. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of came up on my For You page. Recommended, yeah. Recommended, what's it, Thinking with Bobby. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty cool. You're like yeah. 16 years old. Imagine. And teaching other people. Teaching other people how to play the drum. God, I'm... 10 years older than that and I can't um, I do like teaching people but I mean not the drums <laughs> no, I'm not he could teach me for our band there you go oh my gosh I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out <laughs> <laughs> and then I need to find someone to teach me bass then come on yeah uh, Evie's all right she's fine she can sing she already has singing lessons yeah Right, moving on then. (laughs) My second album is Remy Wolf. So again, I have spoken about her previously. Yes, you have. She had that very catchy song um, with Dominic Fike, which is also someone that I talk about quite a lot. The album is called Juno, and it's 13 songs, 39 minutes, 43 seconds. So this is her debut album, which I was actually quite shocked about, because it seems like she's got quite a reputation already she's been around for a long time yeah i think she definitely puts that across which i think says a lot about her as an artist but yeah debut album which is crazy um i'm reading into it when she was talking about the album she said creating my debut album juno was like a fever dream so many changes were happening in my life while i was creating these songs and i think my album really reflects the feeling of tension and release that these changes provoked in me. And also I thought what was really cute is the title is named after her dog that she adopted during lockdown. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, so cute. And then I was reading on Apple Music that it um, it says that Juno mixes chaotic funk, maximalist melodies, psychedelic synths, and absurdist lyrics. Oh, I like that. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I think that is a perfect, I mean, obviously people, they're paid to write these descriptions for Apple Music and Spotify. So of course they know what they're talking about. But again, you know, when you feel like, yes, that is exactly what it is. Yeah, She's just got quite a funky sound that I think sometimes can give off quite a retro throwback feel, but it's almost very unique and kooky at the same time it's really hard to explain like it just feels like there's something new here which i like as well i think hyper pop is probably the best way to describe her as well Ooh, i like that yeah like it's pop but it's so like over the top but not in a cheesy way um But yeah, no, I enjoyed the album. I think it's got some amazing upbeat, danceable tracks on there. Some of the slower tracks felt a bit strange because I think I'm so used to hearing her being very intense and wacky that sometimes it was a bit weird to be like, oh, it's a bit tame compared to your other stuff. And I think her songwriting has a lot of interesting references and can be quite silly at times. But I think that's just who she is. Again, it's like that I'm so used to that. So when she does 
slow it down a little bit. I'm like, hang on, you're not saying like really random stuff. Like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I think the production's really good on this album and it's really cool. So definitely put me in a good mood, some of the songs. So I liked the song Liquor Store, <laughs> Quiet Onset and Front Tooth. They were my faves. Nice. I'm looking forward yeah. to hearing them. Good. <laughs> so the next album I'd like to talk about is the Brockwell Mixtape by EDBL. It's 13 songs, 43 minutes and 17 seconds. So I have just been listening to this mixtape a lot. Okay. Um, it's funky, laid back and jazzy and I'm just completely and utterly down with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> EDBL is a singer, songwriter, producer and he's tipped to be the next collaborator, like the next person to have all the people. His ability to kind of layer sounds and vocals is just absolutely amazing. And the sounds that he brings in are just so cool. Like there's a lot of, as I've said, funk and yeah, soulful stuff. But there's kind of electronic and, but it's all just, it feels it's easy to listen to, but you can hear that there are so many layers going on yeah, and that so much has gone into it. And I just, I'm just loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. My favourite songs are No Pressure, which is EDBL and Miller Blue. Never Met, which is EDBL and Nick Brewer. I Ain't Afraid No More, which is EDBL, Jarkie Mono and Tom June, and I hope I've pronounced all of those names properly. And then my favourite one off the album is called Lemonade, which is EDBL and Carrie Baxter. Oh, okay. Funky vibes. I feel like funky that a lot of funk kind of, is coming out. It's just, oh, it's. I just really like it. It's just, I don't know. I've had it on so much. It feel. I feel like it's the kind of album you can put on in most situations. Nice. So like. It's a good getting stuff done album. It's a good mm-hmm. kind of traveling album. It's one. Of, it's just so versatile. I feel like there'll be a song on it for most people. Nice. I say most people because I had it on the other day and Ian was like, what's this crap? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't please everyone. No, that's true. Um, but I absolutely love it. And Lemonade is mwah, more chef's kiss. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I look forward to listening to those. I like the funky vibes at the moment. They're yes, everywhere. Everywhere. Like well, I mean, my next one is not very funky. It is by Phineas and the album is called Optimist and it is 13 songs, 43 minutes, 7 seconds. Mm. So 10 seconds less than your last album. Um, so Phineas is known more widely as a songwriter and producer, also known as Billie Eilish's brother. Yes. So again, this is his debut album he's done eps previously apparently i guess in a way this felt like a reintroduction away from billy yeah and producer phineas which yeah i kind of get so he was saying when talking about it it's very hard to prioritize your own music because it's more excusable to let yourself down than to let other artists down um, and this was from Apple Music. Um, and then he said, the biggest challenge in making an album for myself is having to actually always look inward and be like, is this how I want it to sound? I'm not trying to please anybody with it except myself. 
So again, that's pretty cool. He's kind of saying, right, I'm just making music that I want to make. I don't really care what anybody thinks. Saying that, I feel like for some reason, I really want to like his music more than I do. This album has a real gloomy feel to it. I guess it kind of is that contradiction to optimist. Sounds like it's being, you know, optimistic. And actually the album's quite gloomy. And I found it quite jarring at times as well. It kind of goes like from stripped back to piano ballads to a really over-the-top auto-tuned song about the 90s to then an instrumental interlude and I was kind of like, I don't understand what's going on. So it's almost like it just went from one extreme to the other in the most extreme way. Um, and I kind of, again, didn't really understand what was going on. Um, so for me, there was just something missing. <sighs> yeah, I just thought it was going to be more, I don't know, cohesive. And I think what doesn't help is because his sister is Billie Eilish. Mm. And he's and done so much work with her. That's what I was going to say. He's so, like, she's so successful and he's so involved in her music. And him just working with really big artists apart from Billy as well, you can't help but start comparing hmm. um, to the other work. And I think, yeah, I just expected a more cohesive album and I feel like it was quite messy and it was just kind of average. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I think because he's won Grammys and again, he's, very successful and he's very good at what he does i was a little bit let down by it again i just oh. felt like it was a bit average so i'm sorry phineas nothing personal but again you didn't make it for me so it doesn't it doesn't, <laughs> it does, matter. doesn't matter he didn't make it for you he made it for himself no. so and i'm sure you know there are people out in the world that absolutely loved it yeah exactly so it doesn't really matter what i think in a way so it does matter it matters to me <laughs> Um, so I have picked two songs from it that I thought, yeah, they're okay. Um, the kids are all dying, see, gloomy, um, wow. and how it ends. So again, oh, okay, gloomy. <laughs> Sounds like the kind of thing I would not listen to. I don't. Yeah. There's a time and place for gloom, and I'm just yeah. not in a gloom place at the moment. I'm not there. No, and that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I'm quite happy with that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, because it's getting near Christmas. We it's... need to be. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, well, I look forward to listening to those songs. No, mainly don't. Don't only. Well, well, no, I want to listen to them because I always want to listen to what you've listened to. To see. I it quite exciting. Me and my dad had a massive conversation about the podcast whilst I was down there. Mm. And um, yeah, I. My dad prefers the, the things you choose, so uh, thanks, Dad. Well, <laughs> but again, he, like, not alternative, but, like... Weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so he might really like this album. He might love it. Do you know what? I, I might reckon... weird. I don't I oh, think he it was won't like it, then. He likes a bit of weird. He does yeah. like some of the stuff I listen to. I'll never forget the time he asked me if I'd listen to Frank Ocean's album. <laughs> Ever. You're like, have you listened three? to Blonde? Just say yes. <laughs> Where do you think I've been? <laughs> I'm not living under a rock. Anyway, so my next album is called Just for the Times and it's by mm. Everyone You Know. Okay. 13 songs, 37 minutes and 55 seconds. Okay. 
Now, despite them being called everyone you know, I did not know them. Me neither. Have you ever heard of them? No. Now, I think you'll recognise one of the songs. Okay. So they're brothers from London. Now, the album, it's it says it's dance electronic on um, Spotify. Okay. But I, whilst a lot of the tracks are definitely in that realm, I do think that that, description kind of pigeonholes them into a place where they aren't actually because they're much more than that there's there's some sounds in there that really make like take me back to kind of Britpop okay and kind of indie there's a bit of DMB in there and I listened to it by chance mm. I was kind of intrigued by the cover which is basically a picture of them both with a, with a dog and I know that sounds weird but I was just like What's this gonna be? And I made a judgment, and I was completely wrong because I thought because they're they're nice to look at. No, 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 not that I'm saying that they're ugly. That wasn't what it was. (laughs) Yeah, it was just the fact I looked at it and I went, I feel like this is gonna be some kind of British grime group. Okay, because they they look quite like laddie like they're trying to be hard, you know. Yeah. Oi, 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 oi. Um. And they're obviously not. It was just a snap yeah. judgment that I made. And I'm just really glad that I listened to it. Um, I feel like they're reminiscing on kind of growing up and going out with their friends on Spotify. They've got quotes from people about them as a band uh, or as a group. But one of them says, six tinnies from the local, then down the rave. It's making that connection with people's lives. And that was jack saunders from bbc radio one and it just really sums it up the website says that they take influence from hip-hop punk and 90s rave exactly to generate their own sound and style and the people that they're influenced by are people like for example frank sinatra Shy Effects, The Prodigy, and the Arctic Monkeys. Oh it's really an eclectic sound that comes together in such an amazing way. Yeah. And I'm just absolutely loving it. And I just think it's a must to listen. I think it's the, the first song's quite indie. Yeah. And so then it's kind of set it. I thought that was setting the tone for the album. Mm-hmm. And then it just went off into all kinds of directions. And it was just. It kept me guessing and it was brilliant. It was it was fun to listen to and the fact yeah. that it felt like I was kind of living their story with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I just yeah, I just think I I text Amy and I was like, Have you heard of this group? You need to listen to this album. She won't. She won't, but You sneeze your leaves. <laughs> you might. And I think no, I think it. I definitely will. I am very intrigued by that. It, they're just they're just brilliant. I'm really, really interested to the point where I looked to see if they were doing any shows near us, and they're not. So. Oh, good. Okay, but I'll be. I'm on it. I'm keeping an eye out because I'd like to go and see him. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Um. So my favourite tracks are when the sun comes up. There for you, just for the times, and song for Remy. Song for Remy literally made me smile and cry at the same oh. time. It's just a lovely little song written for one of their daughters. Oh, that's cute. It's just cute. Oh, and I also another favourite is Your Tears. There you go. Sorry, there's quite a few off the album. I just, I just really loved it. It was brilliant. No, I'm definitely intrigued. And I like 
think as I get older, I mean, I've, I think I've been comfortable with my music taste for quite a while now. But I appreciate, because I feel like if I was musically talented in any way, <laughs> in any way, I feel like the type of music I would make, again, would sort of be like, I'm going to draw from like Tyler, but then I'm going to draw from like Green Day and all these it different would be kinds so of people. Eclectic. Yeah. Yeah. So I find that that's really cool. Yeah. Because, and yeah. they're just, they're both so very talented. And I'm just, yeah, I'm here for it. Re- really, really loving it. Like, it's making me smile so much just talking yeah. about it because it just, it was such a good experience. I discovered them on the bus on the way home nice. from nursery. There you go. Obviously, dropping Noah at nursery, not me getting at nursery. <laughs> Just to clarify. I mean, I don't think you needed to clarify no, that, but okay. Some people might think I sound young. You're not that young. Shh. Your turn. Right. My last album of this month and my favourite find. And Ooh. I'm very shocked that you did not listen to this, but I'm saying it now. You're going to love her because um, I'm in love with her. Okay. Um, her name <laughs> is Joy Crooks. And the album is called Skin. So it's 13 songs, 42 minutes, 49 seconds. So she's a singer-songwriter from South London. Nice. Her mum is from Bangladesh and her dad is from Ireland. (gasps) I'm already loving this little mix. Yeah, and she's very proud of who she is, and I adore that. I love that. Um, She taught herself how to play guitar, piano, and bass at a very young age. And again, this is her debut album, and I'm kind of like, I don't know where you've been all my life, and I feel like you're going to feel the same when you listen to it. And I'm saying that you're going to. She is beautiful. Yes, she is. That she literally made me go, oh my gosh, she's beautiful. Okay. And I, as I said, when you listen, I'm not even saying if, I'm saying when, because I know you're going to, as soon as you hear the songs on the playlist, you're going to be like, right, I'm here. Okay. So basically, when, again, reading into it, when she was talking about the album, she said, the word skin massively resonates with me as biologically it is one of the strongest parts of our bodies. However, socially and externally, it is often used against us. This juxtaposition I grapple with throughout the album. Lyrically, my album is effectively a collection of stories. The record consists of songs I wrote at the mere age of 15 up until 21. What the fuck? This is an album about my identity. Oh, amazing. I'm already in. Sold. Yeah. And I just even from that, I was like, oh my God. I don't, I don't know who you are, but I love you very much. Um, her voice is beautiful. It's so soulful. Kind of gives you Amy Winehouse, Nina Simone, Ella Fitzgerald. <gasps> kind of like a crooner kind of vibe. I've got the tingles now. It's like Spidey Sense, but for music. that's it because I know that you're gonna love it okay some songs sort of have that nostalgic like orchestral vibe in there as well and there's one that keeps being played on the radio and I just it it gives me goosebumps it's just amazing but um there's also some R&B neo soul jazz chucked in throughout the album as well her songwriting storytelling is just as impressive it's personal honest vulnerable and also political at times, as you can kind of tell wow. by, you know, the little... She sounds um, impressive. I, again, it just makes you feel like you know her on a personal level. 
Um, it's kind of that Arlo Parks thing <laughs> coming back. Nice. Um, but again, I'm just so confused at how this is her debut album because she sounds so established uh, as an artist already. And I'm so excited to see what she does. Um, she's super talented. I'm in love with her. So <laughs> I, I know that you're going to be I'm in, in love with her, her too. <laughs> she honestly is just mwah, chef kiss as you were doing. <laughs> um, so my favorites were 19th Floor, When You Were Mine is the one that keeps being played on Radio 1 and probably my favorite from the album. And then Feet Don't Fail Me Now. Cool. And all I'm going to say is you're welcome. Thank you. I mean, I think I am welcome. It sounds right up my alley. Joy Crooks. Right up my alley. I, I especially liked that during your discussion about her, you used the word resonates and just juxtaposition. They're two of my most favourite words. Well, to be fair, juxtaposition was her talking about it herself, so I can't take... But still, for that one. in that case, I'm definitely sold. So my last album that I'd like to talk about today is To Hell With It by Pink Panthers. Ten oh. songs, 18 minutes and 36 seconds. Now, she is the TikTok. Because <sighs> I was like, who are you? When we were talking off, off, off the show, um, you were saying that there's someone that's TikTok famous. And I was thinking, who? And now, and now I know. This is it. I'm probably about 100 years behind everyone else. Never heard of her before. Saw this and I was like, oh, I'll give it a listen. And literally the first song, that was it, I was in. Absolutely in. Because the first song had a sample on it of my most favorite song in the mm-hmm. world, Flowers. And I just loved it. And then I listened to the whole thing. And then I listened to it again and again. And again, and again, and is again. That because it is really short. Because I've seen it's really, really. Short. It's eighteen minutes. Like yeah. it's no time at all. The songs are really short. All it made me do was go. Oh, I need some more. Can you just make a longer song? <laughs> just yeah. a longer song, please. So, like I said, you know, I'm probably late to the party as usual. But she's twenty years old. For goodness' sake, yeah, twenty years old. She's from South London. She's a singer, songwriter, producer. The album is mainly produced by her. Crazy. And I love the use of samples. So she she uses samples from songs that I basically love. Mm-hmm. Like there isn't a sample that I've heard on that album, EP, mixtape, whatever you want to call it that isn't one that I don't love and it just it's so strange because she flips the sample but the songs feel kind of familiar Mm. and brand new at the same time and I just think that's amazing I just think she's so clever she's got a beautiful voice and I can see why she's TikTok famous um, because she's just bloody amazing I love her yeah, she makes catchy songs. And also, I think when you hear, because again, I've not listened to the album, but I've obviously heard a, a few songs. And I think she just sounds so like British. Like, yeah, I, don't know the I like sound. That. I just think it sounds so British. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I don't know how else. To it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so, my favorite songs from the album are Pain, which is the one that uses the flower sample. Um, I Must Apologize, which uses Gypsy Woman as a sample, which oh, is crazy. Noah's most favorite song at the moment. Well, actually, he's got another favorite song, but I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, and Break It Off, which is an Adam F sample, the song Circles. Oh, okay. I used to love 
when I say used to, I used to listen to Adam F a lot. And mm-hmm. so hearing that was just, just amazing. I just really love her. Essentially, what I'm learning from doing the podcast is that I need to pay more attention to TikTok. You really I do. just have not got t- the time. I cannot find the time to scroll through TikTok <laughs> as well as Instagram, <laughs> Pinterest <laughs> and everything else that I'm on. I have not got time. Basically, most of the albums that I've listed today... I've just fallen in love with and have been on rotation. Between those four, I've listened to nothing else, really. That's fine. Apart from the singles that I'm going to talk about. Like, literally, everything <laughs> I've liked on Spotify has literally just been on rotation. That's oh, good. We like oh, when that happens. I don't think I've heard anything new since. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to take me away from these albums. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Maybe, you know. Well, I might. You'll listen to Ed Sheeran's album, maybe. And... No. No. <laughs> Sorry, that was a hard no. Uh, I've heard a couple of songs say, whilst I like them, it's not, that I, it's not even that I like them, it's that I don't dislike them. They're I just like very, one. very samey. Mm. Um, but there is one that I found quite catchy and I have actually got on my 2021 playlist because I just can't, I do sing it quite a lot when I'm like... Well, if it's not on your singles list, it's not on my singles list. Okay, I'm not going to. It's fine. (laughs) It's not on my singles list. No, I promise. It's none. I won't do it. Promise. (laughs) But shall we do singles and shall I go first since I have more? You go first. You've got more. Yes. Okay. So the first song that I want to talk about is called Fear Last a Lampi and it's by Tebby Rex. I mean, that is an interesting <laughs> introduction. Just all of those words. Yeah. I don't know what any of it means. <laughs> um, so, Teddy Rex. It sounds good. It, it sounds so good. cool. It feels good to say. Um, so, Teddy Rex are an Irish hip hop duo. Wow. Yeah, I know. Cool. Hey. Um, and I just really love this track. They have an album which is on my to listen to list. And that's all I'm going to say. So my first single is Angels and Airwaves. Now, I can't remember the last time I listened to this band. So it's basically, because you're looking a bit confused. If you know, you know, Tom DeLonge that was in Blink-182. This was his other band that he had on the side. And then basically, when he got kicked out of Blink, this was his, this is his main project now. Okay. Um. So the song is called Plan. <laughs> no more guns. And again, I don't ever. I've never really le- liked them, but this song is really fun. It's really catchy. Just a standard rock song, but it kind of gave me like Green Day Warning era vibes. Nice. But yeah, it kind of yeah, it kind of sounds like early two thousands. And I was like, oh, this is really fun. I like all this like again alternative rock coming back it's just really fun that's all i'm gonna say that's all i'm gonna say yeah uh so my next one is who you are which is craig david and nmek oh honestly flipping loving it and it was it was a grower though i have to say the first time i heard it i was a bit like but then the more i've listened to it the more i'm just like yes yep yes i'm in i love it (laughs) and i really hope that nmek comes um to the tour that we're going to see that we've been waiting to see for like three years now well who knows he might next april shush your face 
shush your face maybe next do April. a stadium tour instead and just read no he's not gonna do that and... to me but what i've written is two amazing singers one garage tune fire Nice. I don't even know. I didn't even hear about this. So oh, it's so I'm good. intrigued. You've got it. You obviously <laughs> do not follow Craig David on social media because he was teasing it for ages and he showed a picture of like the artwork for the single and was getting people to guess who who the outline was of the other person. And no, I, I didn't see one person guess at MNEK. I don't think I follow either, which actually I'm quite shocked about because I like MNEK. I follow both. I think he's quite funny. He is funny. And I, I've seen him live, of course. Well, you've seen him in person. I have. It's true. Yeah, whatever. Um, my next one is by a lady called Victoria Monet. And oh the song is called Coasting. This is really funky. Very dreamy. R&B. And I've put kind of like a bedroom, a bedroom song, I think. Yeah. Not totally like bow, bow. <laughs> not that kind of bedroom, but afterwards. But <laughs> there you go. Where you're very just um what's the word? Green. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It kind of gave me that Sunday. Lazing with someone you love. That kind of vibe. But again, it was very funky. And I'm liking that at the moment. I like I like all of that. And I think you will really like this song as well. So cool. Yes. And uh, so my next one is Three Strikes and it's Hone featuring Khalid. Nice. Uh, just all I've written about it is it's chilled out sad boy R and B. Which considering Hone are kind of an indie group is interesting. Mm. But Khalid does do oh, I just love him. I know his voice is a his voice just gets me every time. It's it's like magic. Just sucks just me in. And I'm just like Makes that. my ears happy. Yes, yes. And it instantly like relax. Mm. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, my next one, and I know you're gonna judge me for it. Um, already judging you. <sighs> right. So mm. they actually released a new album as well. Um, but I have not listened to it in full. Um, we did kind of do snippets of songs just to get a feel for it. And I wasn't overly impressed, but there's one song that I'm like, so it is. Oh, you're Ten embarrassed years. about it. And I'm, I'm just... not embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I just know that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Right. So this is 10 years since they've released their last album. And again, I feel like TikTok has kind of helped them become a little bit popular again. Okay. It is Limp Biscuit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See? I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. But this song is you called sound Dirty ashamed. Rotten. Dirty Rotten Biscuit, this song is called. And the reason I've chosen this is because it sounds like old Limp Biscuit without them trying too hard, without it sounding too cringe, if that makes sense. And yeah. this is just catchy. And if you put it in a mix with break stuff, all of that old Limp biscuit, I feel like you'd be like, yeah, this came out in the 2000s. And I, I like it. It's catchy. No shame. Okay. I will listen to it on the playlist. Well, you have to. Um, obviously. But <laughs> I feel a bit weird about it. I'm not going to lie. What, that I've come back? It feels weird. But old Limp biscuit. Old Good. Limp biscuit. I'm with you. I'm there. I played Good. Rolling for Noah the other day because trying to get him because he likes song with repetitiveness in it. Yeah, that's how they learn, and that's proper repetitive. And he was just like, no, <gasps> no, I know. 
it's okay. I think okay. if I caught him on a different day, it'd be <laughs> fine. Um, so the next song I'd like to talk about is Stars and Line, and that is Magic Jordan and Drake. Oh, okay. Um, so love both of them and it's a winning combo that's what I've written if you say so it's a winning combination you listen to it and you tell me otherwise I dare you I dare you Mm. (laughs) stop giving me the judgy after pulling out limp biscuit no 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 judgment I'm afraid (laughs) no well my last single of this month is the Wombats. Ready for the high, this song is called. And this is probably my most favourite one that they've released so far. It is awesome. I've put this one hits differently. So it's a lot heavier than I think we're used to from the Wombats. But it kind of moves in stages and then I feel like it smacks you right in the face with that epic chorus I've put. It actually does. (laughs) Because I was like what it kind of like i was like yeah no this is good wombats yep 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 and then it just got really heavy and i was like oh okay this is where i was counting on you to talk about this song it was and you have my fave my fave i think that they've released so far so fabulous i'm so glad you talked about that good um well i've got two more I've got Warfare, which is by Mercules, Snow the Product, and Tech Nine. Oh, nice. Tech Nine is the highlight. I'm not there's no point skating around it. He actually is the highlight and it's a brilliant song. Yeah. And then my last one, which is one of my most favourites of this month, it's called Energy and it's by Denise Chanila and Merle. I love the vibe of this. The hook is, you can't take my energy. And I think that's a pretty cool message, essentially. And whilst this track is really cool and laid back and Denise is singing, it's kind of like an R&B vibe, soul vibe song. She's actually known for being a rapper, and she's also Irish. Oh, crazy. I feel like we've got a bit of an Irish hip-hop thing going today. Yeah. Or an Irish act thing going today. Um, So she's part of the Irish hip-hop scene, and I've been delving into her back catalogue, and I'm loving what I'm hearing. Nice. So a new fave for me to add to my list. I look forward to listening to that. That sounds good. It's really, it's a really lovely song, but definitely do listen to some of her back catalogue is my advice. I will take it. I will do it. Thanks. Record of the month. Okay. Right. My my record of the month is Mac Miller and it's called Here We Go. So basically he had a re-release of Faces, it's called. And yeah, it was a re-release of his 2014 mixtape. So basically, it's considered a fan favourite and many fans had hoped that it would one day be released on official streaming services. Okay. So that's why I kind of didn't talk about it because it it already is a thing. Okay. But basically, it's now just on streaming services for everybody to listen to um and this song oh my god it's just right up my street it basically samples like a 60s r&b soul song and then the beat kicks in and it just complements his voice 
and just everything going on so well and that's kind of like my fave kind of hip-hop when they sample really like old you know like uh, like soul songs and then they put like a really cool beat underneath and again it just really makes me sad that he's gone and that we don't get any new music from him but yeah this song is oh it's just right up my street (laughs) it just yeah forward to hearing it so my record of the month is nothing feels better and it's by pink sweat I don't know if you listened to his album. It was out earlier in the year. don't think I actually spoke about it, but I'm sh- pretty sure I've mentioned him before. Yeah, I think I've recognised the name. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just a really beautiful track. And whilst what I'm about to say is really, really soppy and a bit gross... <laughs> it just makes me think of Ian. I just really love That's it. Nice. It's just such a cute song. And yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And I sent it to him and he was like, it's not really my cup of tea, but I like the sentiment. (laughs) He's like, basically like, thank you, but no, thank you. you. I shan't listen to it again, but the words were lovely. (laughs) Which I knew was going to be the case because it's a bit too slow. There's not really like a bit. He likes a big beat. Ian likes a big beat. And uh, this definitely isn't that. It's quite chilled out. That's cute though. Yeah. So, notable mentions, my first one. Now, both of these, I'm not going to lie, from me seeing them this morning. Okay. Um, But, so, my first one is about the Bee Gees singer, Sir Barry Gibb. Okay, I don't know where this is going, and I'm, I don't know how I feel already. Do you know where he's from? No. <laughs> So, so PGs isn't really an act that <laughs> I can do, you know. Okay, well, everyone knows staying alive. Come on. Um, so he is from the Isle of Man. Okay. And they're so proud of him that he's going to feature on some stamps. And I just thought that was quite cool. <laughs> Oh my god! There you go. That's my first piece of honourable mention. Go. So they're so proud of him that he's going to be on a stamp. Yeah, no, a, f- a set of stamps, okay. more than one. Oh yeah, no, I know. I knew what you meant. Not just like, like one person has one stamp. <laughs> no, like, no, I mean like there's gonna, there's different pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Not there's only one stamp. I mean, I don't know. The Island Valley is quite small. <laughs> Well, maybe yeah, exactly. only need one stamp. <laughs> I just think of like bike racing when I think of Isle of Man. Me too. I think of that guy, that northern guy. What's his yeah, name? He's I know a bit he crazy. Means. Yeah. He looks dirty and he's a bit crazy. He loves him. I don't mean dirty. I just like. He's always in a workshop. He's always in overalls. He's always like fixing stuff. Oh, God. Okay. Do you know what I mean? A man. He's a manly man. He's not really a manly man, is he? No, I thought he was doing something with science when I first saw him. And then I thought, oh, yeah. He kind of reminds me, not that I've watched many programs, but bloody, um, who's Idiot Abroad? Cole Pilkington. Oh, yeah. Kind of like that type of person. I just feel like it's weird. What's his name? Oh, maybe, actually. Guy Martin. That's it. There you go. Guy Dirty Martin. Dirty Guy Martin. 
I'm sorry, Guy Martin, if you're listening. She didn't mean it like that. She meant like in a workshop, like a tradesman. He's got a lot of mechanics wheel on his hands. (laughs) Sorry, your turn. (laughs) Uh, So my first one, not really music related, although this, it does have a really cool theme tune, which I am tempted to put on the... um, playlist but basically cowboy bebop is an anime that is getting a live action netflix show coming this month i am very excited about it but i'm also trying not to invest myself too much to where i get disappointed because anime the original anime so basically if you don't know this is the little blurb that comes up on imdb for the anime so the futuristic misadventures and tragedies of an easygoing bounty hunter and his partners. That's the little blurb. Basically, yeah, it was an anime from like the late 90s. And it's really cool. The soundtrack is mwah, very funky again. Um, but yeah, they're making it into a live action Netflix show. And it's got John Cho playing the lead guy who's Harold and Kumar. <laughs> And he's also in Star Trek. So you should know who that is. I know who he is. I was just like, I know who this is. So I love him from watching Harold and Kumar and other stuff that he's been in. I actually watched the other day. Did you? Yeah, it was on TV and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. The first one. The White Castle one. Yeah, White Castle. Yeah. So the reason I'm a bit reserved about it, even though I am excited because it's really cool. And if you haven't seen the anime, definitely check it out. Pretty much there is like an underlying story throughout, but there's like 26 episodes in the anime, but they're really short episodes. They're about 20 minutes, so you can get through them quite quick. Uh, And each yeah episode kind of has a different story going on, um, but really cool. But Spike, who is basically the main character, really suave, really cool. And when, and this is going to sound so horrible, but when I see John Cho, I don't think suave and I don't think cool. Um, and seeing like the trailer and everything, I just worry a little bit. I think he will be able to do it. I have faith. I don't know. It's hard. Is this appropriate for Taylor to watch? Yes. The anime and the film. Yes. Or the live action, whatever we're going to call it. Well, I haven't seen the live action, but I assume so, because it yeah. seems like it's very close. And the anime, it's not like... Because um, he's well into... He would enjoy it, because it's not, it's not like gory or like swear it. Well, there might be a few swear words in That's it, but fine. it's not. It's appropriate. Um, But yeah, I, it's hard to explain without... Not trying to sound like a hipster, but it's hard to explain if you've seen the anime... There's a certain vibe you get from it, um, and John Cho, as as much as I love him, I am I'm not I'm not writing him off, but I'm just a bit worried. But no, I I just wanted to give it a shout out because anime. So we'll see, we'll see. I think it sounds okay, and I think he'll be fine. Uh, he I can, can see him being cool. The they've just put the anime on Netflix, or uh you can watch it on awful um so my second honorable mention is that britney spears dad has filed for an immediate end to the um conservative yeah conservatorship 
Britney's gonna be free. Peace. I know. Bye bye. I know that's amazing news, isn't it? I just think that is cool news. I know. I feel so bad for her. Um, but yeah, it's good. Because yeah, I think I don't know if no. I'm gonna say that the internet. I think played a massive part. Oh yeah, in helping Britney and everybody that was involved should feel proud because. Again, people say the internet and social media doesn't do anything. Well, look, Britney is free. Finally. Yes, I know. It makes me so sad because I didn't... Well, I don't think anybody really realised the extent of the situation. I think people used to joke about it and that makes me feel really bad. Not that I was one of those people, but... No, but when she was going through it, everybody like to laugh at her about it and again I don't think we fully understood not that that's an excuse for anybody to make fun of anybody but I feel like again people now realize how awful that was because she was going through so much and people were actually like whoa okay she didn't just shave her head because she had one bad day like it was a whole load of shit basically Mm. but she's free I haven't seen the documentary either yet. I still need to... I think there's two now that's out. I've not seen it either. either. Right, well, my next one I wanted to talk about. One, because it's interesting. um, And I wanted to see your reaction if you didn't know about this already. So I'm sure... Well, this first point, who it's about, you will know. Adele, she's back. We know. She's back. Seen it. She looks immense. Oh, she does. I thought she was beautiful before. Me I too. think she looks beautiful still. But, so, because she's now releasing music, I don't yeah. know when the album's going to be out, but everybody's excited. It's out now. Oh, no, it's not, is it? No, she's got a single out, I think. Yeah. Um, but she announced the other day that she's doing a show next year at Hyde Park, and it blew up... But what I wanted to talk about was the ticket prices. This is nuts. She's right? doing BS2, British Summertime at Hyde Park. Yes. She's going to play knowledge right there. That's what two huge London shows as part of the British Summertime Hyde Park next mm-hmm. summer. So you are correct. So 1st and 2nd of July next year. So the tickets went on sale. But as you can imagine... It was nuts, not from me looking, just from reading mm. on the internet. But apparently fans who signed up through a website uh, were not happy because the pre-sale tickets sold out within an hour. So they went on sale on October 29th. And there's several different tiers to these tickets, right? So general admission, have a guess at how much. In the park, we're talking... Well, I know how much we paid when we were going to see Little Mix. Okay. So that got cancelled because of COVID. And um, we decided not to save the money because we couldn't guarantee that Little Mix were going to be back there. And that's what the girls wanted to see. Yeah. I'm pretty glad that they decided to cash the money, to be fair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We paid £75 for our tickets. So general admission for general ninety admission. ninety pounds forty five pence. Primary entry, which is the next level. I don't. Unfortunately, this website that I'm looking at it doesn't quite tell me what mm-hmm. you get. 
But the next one up, £111.85. Then gold, £273.95. Diamond VIP experience, £379.95. VIP terrace, £434.95. And there's one more. Ultimate. Is it up above? Bar- where else are you gonna be ultimate bar diamond and ultimate terrace 579 pounds 95 pence wow bloody wee that's a lot of money yeah i do feel like there's a thing at the moment where people have been starved of live music Mm-hmm. because we've all been in lockdown blah 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 lots of venues and lots of people have lost lots of money by not being able to tour and I feel like we aside from the vaccines yeah show which obviously was amazingly priced and yes. a bit of a bargain oh, that was a deal um it's the deal of the century um yeah. <laughs> I do feel like there's a thing now, there's a precedent that's been set where ticket prices are just going a bit crazy. So, for example, in this last month, the Fuji's announced their 25... Oh, it makes me feel sick. (laughs) 25-year anniversary tour of the school album. All right. I, I remember it being released. Yeah. For goodness sake. I was just, honestly. Anyway, so Shannon and I, big fans, looked at the tickets. And for the nosebleeds in the O2, you know the ones right at the top? Up high. £105. Yeah. Gross. And I was like, I'm a principal. I'm not bloody paying that. No. And then there was another one that was just... Not paying that. Oh, it was Coldplay. I was looking for mum. Because apparently they're her favourite band. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, mum, I love you so much. But I didn't even know you liked Coldplay. So then to find out they're your favourite band. I don't think she listens to Coldplay. I think she likes them now. But I really couldn't even justify paying money to for myself to be there. Because I said to Ash, I literally would be sat there and I would not enjoy it. <laughs> I know that sounds really horrible and it's not even because I'm just being a dick. I just honestly was like, I don't even think that I could do it. It was like the time I was offered tickets to go and see Robbie Williams. Yeah. No, thank you. Shove them up your bum. (laughs) You just wouldn't. You'd just be sat there like, what? I could be doing. Why am I here? (laughs) Why am I here? other things. No, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just very shocked. Again, unfortunately, it doesn't quite tell me what each ticket entails what includes but I was just very surprised because I think it is right that the music industry has missed out quite a lot and there's a lot of concerns at the moment Brexit all of that kind of stuff about the industry but I just struggle sometimes when it is people that basically don't have to worry about releasing music and whether it's going to be successful or not and I think Adele is so on that level that whatever she does, and that I don't mean it in a horrible way because she is super talented, I think people are going to buy the tickets. Oh, yeah. So, again, I just feel like 
300 quid, 500 quid for a ticket, I just feel, oh, I don't. But people pay it. So, yeah. Good luck to those people. So my final honourable mention is that I finally got round to watching the Fenty Savage things on Prime. <laughs> the like show. Well, it's, uh, so, it's difficult because I want to say yeah. documentary, but it's not a documentary. It's a, it's a video of the show, it, like it's a recording of the shows. Yeah. The first one is a bit of a documentary because it gives you the background and the prep and stuff. And that was mm-hmm. an actual live show with people who went to see it. Yeah. And obviously the last two have been during lockdown, so it is just the show. But they're able to be a lot more artistic, I feel, with yeah. the, the the recorded show. And they don't have to do it around people. I'm not sure which I prefer, if I'm honest. I, I really yeah. enjoyed both. But I just want to talk about it because... So my hairdresser, who I've spoken mm-hmm. about before, she's just really, really cool. And she said... She was like, Sammy, you need to watch it. And so I did... And I literally watched them in a day and I was messaging her at the time and I was like, started watching Rihanna, can't turn it off, literally on the on the last one and don't know what I'm going to do with my life afterwards. It's just so good and she's just so clever. It's such yeah. a good idea, it's such a good way. I was like, I was on the Fenty web, like the Savage website, looking at all the different things and adding them to my wish list. So... Pricey though. It is. It is pricey, but I feel like good underwear is. So yeah, you know, little treat. I might treat myself. Yeah, or Ian might treat me. I don't know. There you go. But no, really, really, and some of the stuff is really lovely, and I love the fact that it's so inclusive. And I know that's what she set out to do. She wanted to make it in her brand inclusive, her makeup, everything. It's just so inclusive and I just I just loved seeing all the different people, hearing all the different music. It's just I mean Ricky Martin's in one of them. Who'd expect that to happen? <laughs> that was very bad. It was so weird. And it's the latest one I think he was in. So last oh, year's yeah. Definitely worth a watch. Highly recommend Prime. So main theme. Mm-hmm. Colours. Yes. Colours. Colours. Yeah. Well, there's a few reasons it's colours. Yeah. So one, because fireworks night is about to happen or is happening <laughs> where you are. At least, <laughs> well, it was earlier. It was earlier. <laughs> it was popping off, quite literally. <laughs> um, that's it, really. <laughs> I don't know what the few reasons are. Quite it's also because it's a cool topic and you were like, have we ever done that? I was have like, done that? it yeah. sounds like something we have done, but no. So Ian and I were having a conversation, he saw a tweet, and this tweet just got so much feedback, Mm. it was crazy. And when we were going, we went through the comments, like painstakingly through the comments, like, have they said this song? And no one had said this song, so I was like, quick, tweet it, tweet it, tweet it, do the question, do it, put it down. (laughs) Um, And then that led to Ian making a playlist of songs with colours in, which saved me on prep for this month. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a cool idea. And there are a lot of songs with colours in the title. Yes, there are. Too so many. I've I've been a bit of a organised nerd. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Month. So basically, I've chosen a song, one song for every colour. Oh, what every colour in the world or just all the Not colours? but obviously not. <laughs> I was joking. We're not talking about, you know, like 
We're just talking magenta. about magenta. Yeah, no, no <laughs> magentas. Just just basics, pinks, purples. Nice. There's beige in there. <laughs> beige. <laughs> yes. Beige. 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 Yeah. 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 Because yeah. okay. so. I thought when when we put the playlist out, you know, the other playlist, it'd yeah. be nice to kind of organise them, maybe. All right. Well, if you go first, then I'll go off your colour. Okay. Right. That's a, that's that's a challenge for me. Let's right. go. First one, very predictable. Mm-hmm. UB40, red, red wine. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so to go with red, mm-hmm. I will go the lady in red, Christopher. Nice. Thanks very nice. much. Thanks. But again, is it you or is it Ian? <laughs> that's Ian. That's not me. That's not me at all. I would have said red, red wine, but you see. That, so. Have you got a lot of blues though? No, I've only got one per. So many, so many. I've got another red one that I would have chosen. I love this other red song. I'm going to say it now. 99 Red Balloons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. Nice. continue. That's all right. My next one, Erica Badu, oh. Orange Moon. Nice. And nice. she's just so like, I don't know how to explain her. She's almost a bit odd. She, she is but odd. in the best kind of way. Unique. Is the word I would use. Unique to describe Erika Badu. I love her. So I'm going to go Purple Rain Prince. And I know that's really predictable when you're talking about colours, but just you can't talk about colours and not talk about Purple Rain. I mean, I didn't choose it because I thought it was... I don't care. Spoken about that song so many times. We always talk about it because it is just... It's just brilliant. Well, I mean, my purple. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) It, it is a banger of a song. D12, Purple Hills. Nice. But very different to... I uh, love that song. <laughs> me too. And they're going to be together. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's weird. Purple Rain into Purple Hills. Amazing. Nice. No, all the other way around. I don't know which way is better. My turn. Oh. Uh, green Light, Beyonce. Nice. Yeah. I'll get a bit of B in there somewhere. Well, I mean, well, I say mum's favourite band I don't like very much, <laughs> but there is this one song that I do actually kind of like, Coldplay, Yellow. Nice. Good song. Well, I don't know what you're going to do with this next one then, because I'm going black and yellow, Oh. Uh, which is obviously Wiz Khalifa, Juicy J, Snoop Dogg, T-Pain. Well, you'll have to, I'll have to transition it, won't I? So oh, it'll be like in the middle. Nice. Oh, you are a clever sausage. See, see, I know. Don't worry. You're clever. <laughs> Panic at the disco. That green gentleman. Things oh. have changed. Oh. So it's kind of like an older Panic at the disco <laughs> when they were actually like a band, <laughs> and it wasn't just one person. When they were a band. Yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, Elton John. Always Elton. I know. At the moment, I every just, month. And do you know what? When I was at the hairdressers. She was just listening to Elton John. And I was like, I flipping love you. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody love you. (laughs) Um, Well, my next one is what we said at the start, is a band with a colour in in their title and a song with a colour in the title. The White Stripes, Blue Orchid. Nice. There you go. Um, I'm gonna go black coffee, all saints. Nice, thank you very much. 88 Rising, Nikki Indigo, it's called. Nice. Um, I'd never actually heard it before, 
I've just saw it. Um, but I listened to it. It's sort of like a pop track, kind of Ariana vibes. But it, yeah, it's, it's good. Cool. It's good. It's good. I'm going to go all in white. The vaccines. Oh, nice. Thanks. The vaccines. Are we... The vaccines. I think we saw them. Did we? Mm. You sure? Mm. Yeah, at the Della War. Two mm. tickets, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel Caesar, Violet. Nice. Just his voice is beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, it's again a very chilled song. So yes. White noise, disclosure, and nice. Luna George. Yes, that's a good song. Yes, I love how happy you are with that. You're like, yes. it's because also I can't help but with that song. I don't know if you've seen these videos before on TikTok. Wait, no. it's not just TikTok. I'm just like, no, I haven't seen them. But you know, some people when they go to sleep, they like to have like a bit of white noise mm. or they like to have a bit of background on. Yeah, there's like a joke where they're like to their friend, oh, do you mind if I just put some white noise on? And then they're like, yeah, no, sure, no worries. And then they put on that song. <laughs> no. and it just it, Every time it gets me. <laughs> it's because it's so stupid. Oh, but you're like, <laughs> the thing is, is, I am that person. Like, I love a bit of hate. Mm-mm. Mm. Play ocean sounds. Mm-hmm. Favorite. I love that. But I, I can only noise. do it when I go to bed on my own. Does he it, not like no, it? he doesn't like it. He turns it off when he comes to bed. Is it like a rain? Rain. Oh, I do like a rain. It's or relaxing. I like a storm if we're going to yes. do it because I like yeah. a bit of thunder. Yeah. Anyway, that's off topic. Well, maybe we should do a uh, a white noise episode. <laughs> Just name all our favourite white noise tracks. People would just be like, what's going on? <laughs> the Wombats, Pink Lemonade. Yes, nice. Black Chandelier, Biffy Cairo. Nice. Thanks very much. Pofu, Silver Linings. It's a bit of a sad song, but I wanted to get silver in cool. there. So. I like that. <laughs> Gold, Spandu Ballet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, I went DJ Fresh Gold Dust. I always got to get that in. I know, I know. But it's always me. It's you that does it. And I'm always like, hey. Brown Eyed Girl, Van Morrison. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. It was an amazing choice for the wedding, by the way. Such a good song to dance to at a wedding or any party. My next one then. I'd never heard of this song again, but again, I just wanted to get this in. So it's by Terence Martin, Aaron Ray, Elena Pinderhues, and the song is called Beige. So I was like, ooh. But no, even though I'd never heard it, um, it is a really catchy, like, chill song um, and some amazing voices as well. So I feel like you would actually like it as well. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go Black and Blue, Chasing Status and Ed Thomas. Black and blue. Well, now how am I going to do that? Oh, I don't now you've know. Put me in a conundrum. A conundrum. I'll figure it out. Don't worry. I know you will. You're very clever. Blue Ivy, Saint John, Beyonce, and Wizkid, Brown Skin Girl. Because it nice. is a cute song. That's it's got Blue such... Ivy on it, which is cute. That is cute. India Ivy, Brown Skin. Nice. Um, the artist Two Feet, and the song is called Grey. Again, never heard of this, but it's like electronic music with a really cool guitar riff throughout. So I was like, you'll do. <laughs> no, you'll it is a really cool do. song. Um, so Brown Sugar by Blackstar. My next one, Muse, Supermassive Black Hole. Nice, another Easy. black. Easy one. That is, oh, I'm a bit sad I haven't got that on here. 
I'm going to say Black Spider-Man, Logic, Damien Lamar Hudson. Oh, yes. That is an amazing song. Thanks. Logic, what happened to you, man? What happened to you? Oh, don't be sad. And my last one is Post Malone, White Iverson. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Posty. We haven't posty. spoken about Posty in so long. And do you know what? It's very strange that you should speak about Posty because actually I've listened to a bit of Posty this month and I was like, oh, this is nice. The love. I remember just having so much love for Posty and then he's just disappeared off the face of the planet. Well, he's not. He is doing things. He's making wine and wearing Crocs. Well, exactly. Priorities. Wearing Crocs should not be a priority for anyone. Oh, no, absolutely not. But I'm just saying, doing his own thing. Reference to Crocs is never okay. No. Mm-mm. And it's actually becoming a thing, and I just don't... It's been becoming a thing for the last kind of five years. I know. It was just during the summer, even on Love Island, they were wearing them, and I'm just like, they're not okay. They're not cool. And we got a photo from... We've got... We get sent photos from nursery all the time on the app of what the kids are up to. And there was a kid in the rain, outside in the garden, crocs on. Because that's what their parents send in for them to wear at nursery. But if it's raining, there's holes. Raincoat, crocs. So feet, so you're dry, but feet wet. So, colours. Done. Done. And you're going to do some crazy cool stuff and try and make them all run in colour order for the separate playlist for the theme. If it works. I'm looking forward to seeing how that works out. You're welcome in advance. I don't know how it's turned out yet, so I'm just like, yeah. It'll be fine. You'll you'll make it work. It's not a now problem. It's It's, a later problem. It's a future Jess problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, as usual, you can find all of the links to our social media the links to the playlist that we've been talking about all the way through the episode on mm-hmm. our website, which is pumpupthejampodcast.com. Yes, it is. See how confident I was then? <laughs> and you can also read a little bit about us on there if you really, really want to. See, yeah. I think you can see our fa- our actual faces on there. That's yeah. nice. If you wondered what we look like. If you wondered what we look like. I don't, it's on there. I'm not sure if... You know, we'll live up to your expectations, but I mean, next month is the Christmas month. Yeah, can you believe that? Next month it's Christmas. Next month it's Christmas, and we're doing this together with booze. Just haven't figured out the logistics yet, but again, not no, now. Probably that's going to look like I don't know. What I do know is I'm getting my hair cut next day. Nice, half so past eight not. in the morning. So you don't, we don't drink too much. I mean, she won't mind. As long as you're not puking, she'll be okay. Yeah, be fine. And I don't, I'm, I'm touch wood. I've only been sick four times in my entire lifetime through alcohol. So I'm yeah. quite proud of that. That's pretty impressive, actually. Thanks. It's not because I knew my limits when I was younger either. I just don't puke. Nice. Anyway. So, yeah, Christmas episode <laughs> Christmas episode is coming. I'm excited. Um, Christmas booze. Christmas spirit. Christmas Christmas cheer. cheer. So, yeah, I'm excited. Me too. But, yeah, as always, if there's other colours or (laughs) song titles with colours in them that we missed out, let us know. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there's many. But, yeah, that's it. Another month done. Another month done. Another month. Getting closer. Closer closer to to the end of the year. 
the big five O also. Episode fifty. Not my five O. Not your big five O. You're <laughs> not. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> that is very rude. No. Just rude. The episodes, not the you. Episode number fifty. It's not all about me. Jesus, it's not. It's not all Calm about yourself. me. Calm. You're not that old. No. Calm it. Will we still be doing this when I'm fifty? Well, we don't know. Listeners, would you do you want us to continue to do it for like 20, 20 years? It's actually Under twenty years. It's thirteen years. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows I'm really bad at math. That's not an insult to you. <laughs> if anything, it's um, a compliment. Yeah. It's twenty years till you're fifty. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's all nice. Anyway, <laughs> right, on, on that note, on that um, note. thank you so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you. We love you. Yes, we do. World peace. World peace. Christmas Bye. cheer. Christmas Start cheer. getting your Christmas presents. Woo! Woo! Bye. Bye. <laughs>